0: Thank you so much for joining Charit. my name is vadim lidich and i'm your host for paperstack audio experience uh today i am super excited to have you on for a few reasons you know number one uh, it's been over a year since we've done a podcast recording we've been heads down building our own company and participating in the accelerator so i'm really genuinely excited to go back and interview some of the inspiring founders that are building something really cool and i think you know just based on the, the research that 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 i've done on you uh, you know, you're a founder and the CEO of a company called o- Ox, or OX, a company that's focused on supply chain automation for retail uh, and e-commerce brands. Um, and you've been recognized by a few publications recently, including Forbes, Business Insider, TechCrunch, and more. And so I am probably doing their little just- justice with that introduction. So why don't you start and take a few minutes to, to let me and the audience know a little bit more about yourself. Uh, and then we can we can you know go into the meat and potatoes of this conversation.
1: Absolutely, Vadim. First of all, thank you so much for having me today. Uh, no, I think I think your introduction was very very good. Um, I'll try to add a little bit more to that though. Um, it's f- fantastic to meet everybody here. Um, my name is Tara Thomas, and as Vadim said, I am the CEO of a company called Ox. And at Ox, we build the world's first human-centered automation technology for supply chain operations, primarily in. 3PL, retail and grocery. And we have been scaling really rapidly. It's been a ton of fun building this business. Um, we've raised three and a half million dollars in venture capital funding and over the past 18 months have scaled to a team of eighteen full t- or 28 full-time employees, which is absolutely insane to think about. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, Thank you so much. Thank you so much. But uh, when we talk about human centered automation, what we're really saying, I like to kind of think about it in terms of a story because I know automation can kind of be a little bit vacuous, right? Like, what does that actually mean? And so, um, one of our users, her name is Stacy. I like to kind of talk about Stacy because she is a really, really inspiring woman. She's a single mom and she has three kids. So, she works really, really hard. She actually has two jobs and she works. Um, you know, eight hour shifts every single day at both those jobs. Um, And her job is really, really hard. She just does not have the tools and technologies that she needs to succeed. So she comes in an extra hour every day. She's not paid for this, by the way. She comes in an extra hour every day because they have to get 400 orders on the back of the truck by 3 p.m. And, you know, obviously she's a busy lady, but it sucks just coming into work and having even more overwhelming stress just with all the stuff that she has to do so anyway she comes into work extra hour every day prints out hundreds of pieces of paper stacks them tries to order them and then when they come in they, they rapidly pick those pieces of paper up walk through the aisles as quickly as they can to find those items and in a lot of cases they don't have enough time to fulfill all of them. And so what our technology does is we remove a lot of those manual planning processes and we provide the best in class operator experience so that Stacy's average order fulfill time goes from 14 minutes to 10 minutes. And as you can imagine, that adds up over 400 orders a day and um, really just makes her job a lot more easy, efficient and engaging.
0: That's fascinating. So tell me about how you got into the whole you know, area of e-commerce and technology, uh, would love to understand if that's something you were always thinking about doing or if that's an idea that, you know, came to you and you decided to act on it. Tell me about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I originally got into the supply chain space in the technology space um, while I was studying to be an industrial engineer from Georgia Tech's number one industrial engineering program. And while I was there, I actually got my first job in a warehouse and it was a supply chain for McDonald's, North America, where I was basically building these simulations for large scale automated storage and retrieval systems. So imagine giant vending machine style robots. Um, and one of the biggest insights that I found was automation is really efficient but it's also very capital intensive. And in a lot of cases, when we were deploying these automated storage and retrieval systems, there had to be an ROI that wasn't just on efficiency, but it was also based on space savings and utilization and all these other factors. And in some cases that ROI just didn't exist because the juice wasn't worth the squeeze, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And so I thought that there was a really big opportunity for us to create this new form of automation that could, um, you know, help the people in the process and truly be human-centered. And so that's what I think the gap in the market was. And uh, so we started, you know, kind of building, obviously that's a very oversimplified version of the story, um, but I think in a nutshell, that's how it kind of came to be.
0: <laughs> Tell me, I, I think, you know, one of the interesting things about the internet is that you can always go back and read the articles and press releases about, you know, anyone's company, including yours. and. From what I understand from my preliminary research, you know, you went through a few iterations, uh, you know, based on how you positioned your company, based on what the product was. Is that true? Have you evolved your vision for Ox um, since launching it originally? And if so, tell us a bit about that process and how you ultimately decided to, you know, pivot or, uh, you know, reposition what you were doing.
1: Yeah. No. Absolutely. I would say that. You know, pivot is kind of a strong word because pivot sounds like, I think think there's just a natural evolution that happens as you build a company where you realize there's a lot more challenges and issues kind of surrounding the original problem that you set out to solve. And so for me, originally, the goal was focused on the operator experience. So making sure the operator experience was as impeccable as possible. And the way we did that was through hands-free technologies. Um, so I also, for context, have a little bit of a background in wearable computing as well. Wow. Um, and so that was kind of the initial, I guess, slice of the pie that we were going after. But um, as we kind of started iterating and, and um, trying to sell this technology to, you know, the largest retailers through PLs, grocers, et cetera, one of the biggest outcomes that we realized was it's really hard to integrate this technology, you know? And there's a lot of legacy infrastructure that infrastructure that's been built that we have to kind of build on top of and it, it's just peeling back pieces of the puzzle you know and 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 you know or you know it's literally like an onion right there there's more and more layers the more deep you go and I think a similar sort of thing happens